morning. So, today's topic is going to be savoring. Um, so, savoring is something that's really important to learn to increase your happiness. There's lots of different tests out there to find out how happy you are, but you know, I, th- I think we have a pretty good sense of if we're as happy as we can be. I don't know that we need a test to be able to figure that out. I think we as humans know, you know, if, if we're having good intentional happiness moments or if we're kind of letting that go by the wayside. So, but, you know, as a scientist, we like to measure things. I'm definitely a scientist. So there are tests you can take to figure out how happy you are, but I'd rather just talk about what it takes to be happier. We can get into tests later. Maybe I'll even post one on my website. Beyondwornfuzzies.com. But in the meantime, let's talk about savoring. What is savoring? Oh man. It, Savoring is prolonging and intensifying a pleasant experience. Of course, you can savor. There's a, this is, I'm going to talk about the shadow side of everything too. Savoring can also be ruminating. You can sit there and ruminate. That would be the opposite of savor. So to savor something is to slow it down, extend it out, intensify it, enjoy the pleasure and increase the pleasure as much as possible by being present in the experience and using all your senses. That is savoring. On the other side is ruminating. When you ruminate about something, it's a negative experience and it is something you are just talking about it over and over again you're bringing in every detail you're reliving it and and when you're going through it you're just making it as bad as possible by focusing on every bad thing that is the opposite of savoring ruminating we don't want to ruminate we actually want to what is the word I'm looking for we want to do as little ruminating as possible we really want to just when we find ourselves ruminating, we want to do other things. But when we find ourselves savoring things, we want to encourage that. So today, I'm going to talk about savoring. What it means to savor an experience. How to get the most out of an experience. And the experience we have every single day that we can utilize savoring is eating. Now, here comes that variety warning. If you do this all the time, your brain will no longer find this something that boosts your happiness. So instead of savoring every meal, there are going to be some meals that you just eat. Well, yeah, it's a meal. Tastes good, but it's a meal. And other meals that it's like, Oh, yes, this is this is so what I wanted. So I am currently exploring doing this when I have a craving for something. So some of the most common cravings I hear about are things like chocolate. Um, we don't crave fruit. We should. Or 
tacos or I mean any food you can crave a steak you can crave anything but when you crave a food you can actually create a better experience with that food through pre-savoring also known as anticipation So anticipation, mm. when you anticipate something, when you are looking forward to something, anticipation is a positive emotion. The opposite it, the opposite of anticipation, looking forward to something, is anxiety, being fearful of something, having a negative reaction. So we want to introduce as much anticipation into life as possible. So what I want you to do, if you want to experience some positive anticipation and start to rewire your brain, is to pick a food or an activity that you are looking forward to. A single thing, something you are like, oh my gosh, that is going to be so amazing. And I'm going to do this with you, but I'm going to keep it very, very simple because I want to be able to share with you what I'm doing and how I'm savoring. So I love this one particular brand of chocolate and I actually have possibly have a bar of this chocolate I may have to go to the store and buy some if I do that's fine not a big deal um but it is an oat milk chocolate I'm can't drink milk so no milk no dairy so it's oat milk chocolate and it took me a very long time to find this particular chocolate I tasted a lot of dairy-free chocolates to get there and it is so smooth and it's sweet but not too sweet and it's got chunks of sea salt and I believe almond in it and so it is very every piece you eat is different and I actually like to take the pieces that are like these one ounce pieces and break them into like four and enjoy them because each little piece tastes different. Oh, my, my cat Dax wants some attention. Hello, Dax. She's so beautiful. So I love this chocolate. And in anticipation of eating this chocolate, I can remember the last time I ate the chocolate to create anticipation <laughs> she wants loves my kitty's laying on me saying love me love me um, so this chocolate back to the chocolate it is this decadent amazing oat milk chocolate and so I break it into four pieces and then each piece, I slow down and I savor. 
So as I'm thinking about this, I'm like, oh my gosh, I remember this one piece. It was so good. It was sweet and then it was salty and it was crunchy and it was so satisfying. And I can almost taste it in my mouth. And I can remember the color and how smooth the texture was. And I can sit and I can anticipate that experience and anticipate the goodness of that experience. Now, what about you? Can you anticipate? Pause this for a second or give yourself a second to just, what's it going to be like? If it's a food, what's it going to taste like? What does it look like? What does it smell like? How does it feel? What's the mouth feel like? Because you're preparing your brain to pay attention to these things the next time that you have this experience. So if you really want to make this uh, a little bit deeper, you can use the connection of your body by writing about it. And this is a really fun little experience, especially for those that like to write creatively, to see what adjectives you can come up with to explain and describe and really um, explore the experience that you're expecting. It's, it's very fun and it's very rewarding. Next is the setup. When you set up to savor, you're setting yourself up to be able to truly be present. Try to make it a time that you're either not going to be interrupted or the interruptions are going to be part of the experience. So like if you're savoring with someone else, my favorite example of like this would be like Valentine's dinner because you're definitely savoring the moment, but you're savoring it with someone else. And those interruptions aren't really interruptions. They're enhancements. They bring more to the experience. So if you're doing this by yourself, this experience should be something that people know, leave you alone. (laughs) Set your boundaries. And if you're sharing it with someone else, make sure that you set the mood. And it can be a happy, cheerful, playful mood. It can be a soft mood. If you're doing this with someone that you're intimately involved with, then, you know, it can be a romantic mood. But set the mood. Get your supplies. Make sure you have everything that you need. Part of anticipation is planning. Plan ahead. Set it all up. And this is the setup, you know. You want to set yourself up to have a good experience. You want to also be flexible, though, because no one can plan for everything. That's my best ER voice, right? We can't plan for everything. We have to have some flexibility, but do the best you can and and be curious. What does this involve? What does that involve? And use that curiosity to bring as much into this experience as possible.
So here we are, the moment of truth. So if you remember correctly, in the beginning of this podcast, which has been a lot shorter time for you than it has been for me, (laughs) had a little bit of time in between, I went to the store and I got my favorite chocolate. And I have this bar of chocolate. And I am opening the wrapper. And the wrapper is crisp and smooth. And it has writing inside everything everything um not everything everyone that I buy has something different inside and it's kind of fun to look at and you can hear the the foil the foil wrapper and you want to engage put this down you want to really engage in the experience. You want to feel the foil on your fingers. Smell the chocolate as you open it. Listen to the tearing of the wrapper. I tore mine. You want to listen as you break the chocolate. Feel it and experience and truly be in the moment now with food there's the way it smells Mm, it smells very sweet and kind of savory there's the feel of it so there's the feel of it in your fingers but there's also the feel of it in your mouth and then there's the way it sounds as you're opening it and breaking it. So we can bring all of our senses into this way before we ever get to taste. And then when we taste, mm, we can slow down. Mm, Sorry. Mm, We can slow down the experience and savor the experience. Paying attention to what it's like between your teeth. Paying attention to the different parts of your tongue. And paying attention to the different textures and surfaces and small bites or what a larger bite feels like and tastes like if it triggers things differently. Really just slowing down and paying attention. This is where you want to have that environment created that you're going to have a few minutes to really just experience this. This is this is a great thing to use. Savoring is a great experience to use, especially if you're going through like a really hard time. Like let's say you have somebody really rough at work that, you know, you, you have to go through this meeting with them. Well, you can have this experience planned afterwards. So you have something to positively anticipate and enjoy. It may be, mm, sorry, took another bite. Bringing your favorite meal from home that you can then warm up. It can be having lunch with one of your favorite colleagues. 
it could be a million and a half things. And having those things set up and there for you is truly a a form of self-care. This is you intentionally setting the stage to say, okay, I know I'm going to have this bad experience. Now I need to make sure I have a good experience. And the more of those good experiences you put into your life, the more intentional you are with this, the happier you actually are. So that is the experience of actually savoring it. But it's not the final part of it. The final part of savoring is actually the memories. So having memories of the things you're savoring, it's, it's a great thing to be able to call on when you're having a t- tough time. Difficult things happen and we can't always anticipate those difficult things or sometimes we just need to pick me up. And if we have things to recall, and they can even be as something as small as remembering a meal we had. Um, it, it can be something really little that can really just bring us back to center. And so if we create a moment in time and say, you know, This morning, I really enjoyed that piece of chocolate. Oh my gosh, it was so good. It was so sweet. And then it had those chunks of salt in it and and almonds and it had the crunch and and really think about how it smelled and how it felt and the crinkle of the foil and bring all those memories back to mind. We can further our savoring and help our brains think, ooh, when I savor, I need to keep these things in my mind and make them a priority to remember because I'm going to bring them back up again. I'm going to use these as tools to make my life better. And our brain does everything it can to make life better. This is Samantha. I hope you enjoyed this episode about severing not severing, savoring. Well, severing yourself some bad juju, right? You want to sever the bad and savor the good. I hope you enjoyed this episode about savoring and about bringing good things into life and about another element of positive self-care. And I look forward to talking to you again.